Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord. Walt and I are thankful for this opportunity to participate with The Awakening in America, an outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library. Friends, Walt and I will lead a Bible study tour in the land of Israel. We will walk where Jesus walked, and we would love to meet you in person in Israel. The dates for the trip are November 8th to the 19th in 2022. That's later this year. Check out the link for the Walk with God Israel tour in the show notes below. Welcome to Walk with God. Walt and I are so happy to join you once again. The past few months have been filled with many changes for us. We've been packing. We have had some long-distance driving. Uh, Walt's definitely put in the long-distance driving. Oh, yeah. And the process of settling into a new home. In fact, a new town, a new state, and beginning to be involved at a new church. Walt's new assignment is the family life pastor at the chapel in Green, Ohio. And for this new season in Walk with God, we are going to look at life's journeys. All of our lives have journeys and they look differently. They're segments. And we want to look more closely over these next week, few weeks at real people who are found in God's Word, the Bible. But before I begin, I always have to look at the dictionary. Oh, I, she always <laughs> has to look at the dictionary. It's just a good learning tool. Yeah. Uh-huh. We can gain better understanding of the definition of a word. And so we think we understand what journey means. And when I opened up the dictionary, I see it's traveling from one place to another. It usually takes a long time. A journey can also mean that we make progress from one stage to another. Certainly that's true in our lives as we move in and out of different seasons in our lives and grow older and have family and relationships and work. And as we walk through the days, months, and years of our lives, each of us travels a pathway that's filled with twists and turns, ups and downs as well as following along the straight and narrow. We face challenges, struggles, joy, pleasure, and through the process, the journey of life, we grow and we learn. Hopefully, we will mature and we will become wiser. You know, we've experienced difficult and tiring days, and I'm sure you have as well, but we must quickly point to a list of blessings and many good gifts. And that causes me to stop even right here and look at a head to heart. Um, A great practice is making a daily gratitude list. Many people who talk about a list filled with gratitude naming three things each day as as the day comes to a close, or perhaps it fits your schedule better in the morning when you get up. If 
thinking what you are grateful for as a new day begins. And it's so beneficial because what it provides us with the opportunity for us to give thanks in all things. And you know, Walt and I, as we traveled from Texas to Ohio a little over a week ago, we purposely, as we were in the car, made a list of praises, uh, things that we had seen God had provided, that he had answered some requests. In fact, some of those even seemed like they were impossible, but they are not impossible for God. In fact, we have said, what was our phrase? We wanted God to show up and show off, and he surely did. Yes, he did. Well, even as we continue to talk about various journeys, some of the famous epic journeys that that I would include are The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, and then the four children, the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. And in each of these literary masterpieces, they allow the reader to follow these characters as they travel the pathway that's before them. And we're intrigued and we're captured by the reality of their struggles, of their disappointments, of their confusion, and of their uncertainty. And and yet, each of these epic journey, they allow us in our personal journeys to connect and apply lessons in our own life. And so it is with the pages of God written word. We, We include amazing people, men and women, for their stories to get insight, to gain insight and wisdom on how we might continue the journey of our lives. And the first one we're going to talk about is Abram. Yeah, and as you say that, Walt, you know, we think of God's written word and we we truly base the way you and I live. And as we talk to people who we've talked to, I don't even know how many people through the years in our different ministry and church capacities, but we direct people to God's word. And that's what we love in this podcast is we open God's word and we want to learn what God has for us. And he uses the lives of people. So we're going to begin and give an introduction to life's journeys this week, beginning in Genesis 11, verse 27 to 32. And I'm going to summarize what we see here in these verses. Now, these are the records of the generations of Terah. So Terah is the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran is the father of Lot. Now, Haran died in the presence of his father in the land of his birth in Ur of the Chaldeans. So we see here that this family is beginning their journey in Ur of the Chaldeans. And the other two brothers, Abram and Nahor, they took wives. And the one wife that we know and know well is Sarai. Abram's wife is named Sarai. Nahor's wife is Milcah. And then we learn in verse 30, a very important clue that we'll talk about in our next broadcast with you, but Sarai was barren. She had no child. Now we get a clue into their family journey in verses 31 and 32. Terah took his son, Abram, and Lot, who's his grandson, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, Abram's wife, And they left Ur of the Chaldees, and here's a phrase, in order to enter the land of Canaan. They went as far as Haran, 
And here is a verb, pay attention, they settled there. That means they unpacked their suitcases and they settled. And in verse 32, we see the days of Terah were 205 years and Terah died in Haran. Well, this journey, as I said, begins in Ur, Ur the Chaldeans. Terah is the father of these three sons. The one son dies, and then Terah begins the journey, leaving from Ur, and the verse tells us they were headed to the land of Canaan, and that verb, they settled in Haran. However, he settled there, and that's where this man died. Well, give us some insight into the geography and where this is found in our world today. Yeah, I think that's important because I think that adds an understanding to the story. Well, the geography is this. Ur of the Chaldeans was an ancient and a very um, profitable, high education, huge library from the time of Abram. And archaeologists have said it was it was a leading city at that time. But it was in Ur of the Chaldeans, which was along the Euphrates River, in modern-day Iraq, um, a little bit southeast of the, the great city of Babylon. And they go up the Euphrates, and they stop at Haran, and that's where they settle. And what's interesting is, at Haran, you normally turn and you head into Syria. Haran is in southern, modern-day Turkey. And you normally do that, but you leave the river, you leave the things that you're familiar with. And it seems like Terah had been challenged to go and, and to, to make this journey. But he stopped. He began the journey. He became maybe distracted along the way or fearful. Um, he stopped in the wrong place, and then he stayed there. He settled, as Brenda read. And, and this raises a thought in my own life. Um, is there an area of my own life where I haven't walked in complete obedience, that I've settled that I know the Lord would have me look differently. You know, one of the, the stories um, we, we go back to is uh, when our family moved from, from Dallas, Texas to Chicago to, for me to teach at Moody Bible Institute. And um, our middle son, who was going to be a junior, just begged us to stay behind. He was the president of his class. He was set to be the valedictorian. He, he was the, on the basketball team, and um, he just begged us. And we prayed about him. We sought some wise counsel, and the counsel said, no, God's called your family, not just you, Walt. He's called your whole family. And I, I just appreciate that. I think of Chuck Swindoll was one of those guys that spoke into our life at that time, and and that was just um, insightful. And I also remember, uh, I appreciated Dr. Joe Stoll, who was the president at Moody at that time. I took Jonathan up to Chicago to house hunt and um, just to try to get him into this idea of moving. And Dr. Joe Stoll was so kind and actually sat with Jonathan one early one morning upstairs in his office and explained to him that God was calling his father, you, Walt, to a position of ministry, but that God also had a purpose for Jonathan in that move. Yeah, and one of the amazing, and we won't get deep into it, but but Jonathan ended up going to Moody Bible Institute, getting his degree from there, and, and is now serving the Lord as the headmaster of a classical Christian academy. And he says that our decision to make him, to force him to, 
to keep with our family really kept him out of trouble. He was starting to have some trouble with some of his peers, not with them, but doing things with them that weren't going to be good. And, and now he says, that was part of God's plan for my life, not just my dad's life. Well, as we continue on Abraham's journey, we're just going to start with Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. And, and this is the, the, the great blessing that God promises to Abram. He says, go forth from your country and from your relatives. And, and Abram had been not the leader. His dad was. But once Terah died, Abraham, Abram, I keep saying Abraham, that's next week. We'll talk <laughs> about it. But Abram, in the midst of that, leaves his relatives and his father's household, and the, the land to go to is the land to which I will show you. And then these beautiful words in chapter 12, verses 2 and following, and I will make you a great nation, and I, God, will bless you, and I will make your name great, and so you shall be a blessing. And in addition, Verse 3 of chapter 12, and I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you, I will curse. And in you, all of the families of the earth will be blessed. And I love even in these verses, and I know we're going to unpack this, but this is the Lord's promise to Abram. Um, at the beginning, I love that whole idea. He is the new leader of the clan, and it's now time for Abram to step up and to put on, as it were, that shield and say, I will lead my family as the Lord calls me. And he does step up, not in complete obedience. We're going to see some of that. His um, his story has bumps along the road for yeah, sure. And it, it's that those twists and turns in our journey, right? We don't, we don't do it all right. We don't do it correctly. But once again, we said there is so much we can learn from others, from other people, and certainly God has included the stories of people in the Bible for our benefit. Why? Because we want to grow. We want to mature in our individual walks with God. God has called us to obedience, and that's a one big thing we see in, in Abram's life is obedience and his walk of faith with God. Well, over the coming weeks, we are going to look more closely at men and women of the Bible, but next week, we will start with the rest of the story of Abram, or Abraham, and Sarai, or Sarah, and we hope you will join us once again until our next time together. May you continue to walk with God. Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord. Walt and I are thankful for this opportunity to participate with the Awakening in America, an outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library. Friends, Brenda and I will be leading a Bible study tour in the land of Israel. We will walk where Jesus walked, and we would love to meet you in person there in Israel. The dates for the trip are November 8th through the 19th of this year, 2022. And check out the link for the Walk With God Israel tour in the show notes below.